You are listening to more for the woman who simply wants more with Tiffany Largy. So sell or be sold. There's only two people out in the world right now. You're either doing the selling or you're being sold to. I know that a lot of women and people in general, but a lot of women want to believe that there's some gray area in the middle. And I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but there is not. There's only two people on the planet. And the faster that you figure out which one you're going to be and what bucket you're going to be in, or the faster that you identify or or allow yourself to identify with the, the space or position, the easier things are going to be. Because confidence is what sits in the center of a sale. And confidence is the thing that really, truly like dictates what happens, what doesn't happen. Like confidence is what allows us to really separate ourselves from what is and what will be. Because we look at things and we look at opportunities over there and we're like, man, I'd love for that to happen. I want to be that per- I want to get the job opportunity. And back then, and I'm going to tell you about a time where um, in this series, because we got a lot of, we got a couple of uh, moments together. And if you're finding or stumbling upon this, go look for the other eight or nine. We'll do our best to number them. But I'm in Miami, Florida. I got Jada and Maya, and they're little. I am trying desperately to figure out a dollar, like a true, honest, solid dollar, but I can't do it. And uh, I've started a business. I had a gift basket business. And, all these little things, but there's this one moment where I know that I need to learn to sell because what's happened is that I have the gift basket business and then I had this retail store and don't be afraid of this. Like if you own a business right now, or let's say you lack in a skill, one of the craziest things that women don't do is they just don't go and ask for more help because they feel like, man, I asked for help back then. I got it started. I should have figured it out by now. So because I should have figured it out four or five later, I can't go back to the beginning and ask for help, but I did. So I got this gift basket business. My very first company is a gift basket business. I'm on the floor and I have a business that like you do welcome, like welcome wagon kind of stuff for uh, houses and apartment complexes. So I made like the basket that had like a tide and a cutting board and coupons to pizza and all that kind of stuff. And little, it was so cute. I would get paid $30 a piece for these uh, baskets and I would get apartment complexes to pick them up. Now, the reason why I'm highlighting this to and for you is because I learned a lot, but I only made like $30,000 for the year at most. It did not stop my bleeding. I needed way more money. And I think 30,000 is high. I actually don't know how much I ended because I just put all the money in my personal bank account and whatever money I had is whatever money I had. And that was that. But what I will tell you is that for flipping, sure, I totally uh, said to myself, after the gift basket business, I was going to try my hand at a wedding business. I was going to try my hand at event planning. And I made six figures then, but I waited for people to come to me. What I knew was that there was a lot of men who would go to the people and then they would make the money by going to the people. And I figured, I was sitting in this retail store, no longer the gift basket business. This is my wedding business. And I was waiting for people to come to me. And it was good, but man, what would be great is if I could figure out how to go to other people. I want to remind you of this. If money is not going to you, you got to go to other people. If money is not coming to you, you got to go to other. You got to go to them. If money's not coming to you, you got to go to it. It's not even about other people. If money's not coming to you, 
You've got to go to it. That is the best principle. Man, I feel like that's one of the best things I ever learned. Because once I really understood that if money was coming to me, then I could go to it. Like if money wasn't coming to me, that I could go to it. I realized that I was in control. That's when I understood the concept of power. And that's when I knew I needed to get a sales job. So as I, it wasn't as much as a sales job, as much as it was just me going, I got to go sit my butt down in sales. But I didn't know anybody who did sales. I really had never talked to salespeople. I was desperate to find it out. So you know what I did? I started looking through the paper. Back then though, when I was looking through the paper, now this is back, have you ever had that moment where you went through like the classifieds ass? So different than heading on to Indeed right now or Monster and all those websites. We had the classified section. I pick up the classified sections, I look and I can't tell you what the ad was, but I started a scan, I built a resume, like a super bogus resume. And I started uh, sending it to all these places. Then I started looking at companies, looking up companies I had seen, heard about, and I just went to the bottom of their website, found their fax number, and would fax off my resume. I found Xerox's resume. Now, fast forward, I found Xerox's resume. Now, the principle here is that you can't, the the goal for every woman is to be in control. The moment that you spend all your time waiting for the thing to happen for or to you, you're not in control. I want you to be in control. I decided that I was going to go get this job. I scanned my resume everywhere, like forever. And then finally, I get a call back. Now, I remember this because I was really hoping, honestly, I was hoping for like another type of a job, but I get this job back, call back, and I'm like, Xerox, the company. But it's not Xerox company. It is, but it's not. They forwarded my um, information to the local arena. And in this local arena, I have this guy, his name is Everton. I really hope that I get to see him one day. And Everton, if you ever see this and know this, you are what started this whole thing for me because, you know, up until that time, I was really pussyfooting around my little knowledge. I didn't know how to run a business. I barely knew how to run myself is the truth. I'm still dealing with baby daddy drama. I got all types of things happening. I get an interview and I'm so excited about this interview. It's on Miami Beach. Now, if you don't know about Miami Beach, Miami Beach is like the others. They live there. The people who got money, who can afford stuff. I wasn't in the hood. I was in Kendall, but still like we were in the suburbs and he gives me an address on Miami Beach. Now, before I know it, I think the office is there. It's not, we're at his condo. No, before you all get crazy, I did not go in his condo. He must have had access and he got like a conference room or lobby area where the other people there met him there. I remember getting dressed and doing my best and I legit go to this interview. I sit down with this guy. It's specifically for sales position, but it's managing a territory. So it's like right in between. And this is a great gig for any woman. If you don't want to start a business and you're like, I can't work for someone, then right in the middle. uh, Maybe you could call this independent contractor today. I don't think it's quite because it's like a salesperson that manages a territory. And um, it's like you kind of build your own boss, your own book of business. That's what this gig was. I sat in front of this guy and Everton is listening to me. He asked me all little, you know, employment questions. I've never really been on a legit employment. And that's why confidence is so important because employment. I never been on a real employment. Let's have a moment of silence for that made no sense. Let's just have a whole moment of silence for what the hell did that I just say? In the next episode, I'm going to have bourbon here because there's no way I'm going to get to the bottom without it. So... 
Everton is talking to me and he is asking me the questions. I feel like I'm answering them well. He finally gets up and he's like, hey, so thank you so much for coming. And, uh, you know, I'll let my people here, like, like, you know, uh, it'll be a couple of days, but we'll let you know that kind of a thing. I remember him getting up and I was like, what? You didn't say if I'm hired or not. So in my little two cent mind, you know what I did? I was like, hey, uh, what didn't you hear? And he's picking up his stuff and he's like, what? And he's like, what didn't you hear? I said, well, you didn't tell me what day I start and when I start. And I don't want to get a phone call. So when do I start? And he looked at me lost. And I was like, so what didn't you hear that would give you the confidence to let me let you know that I'm the right person for this job? This guy is standing above me. I'm sitting in my chair still. And I'm almost like, sit your ass back down, you know? And he, I can remember him. And Everton, if you ever hear this, I wonder if you remember this moment because you looked at me for like, this guy looked at me for like a whole minute and a half. Like, who does this little girl think she is? But confidence is the number one thing that I see in this age. It's not confidence in myself or confidence in my knowledge. It's confidence in the fact that I am here. And it's not that I'm going to do it all right. It's that I'm going to do my best. And, and that's the thing that I want a woman to take away from most more than anything. So Everton stares at me for what seems like eternity. He looks at me, he puts his stuff back down and he goes, oh, and he's like, like, oh, like, hmm. And finally he goes, all right, well, he says something else to me and he goes, okay, your first day of work or like is Monday, next Monday, not this one coming up, the one after such and such is going to send you details, blah, 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 all this stuff like that. And then he's like, you're good. And I'm like, yippee, you know, like, yippee, because I, you know, I really was actually like, <laughs> what did he say? it's the truth inside. But as soon as I said, what didn't you hear? And then, oh, you know what I didn't tell you? Guess what else I told him? I said, you tell me what you want to hear so that I can repeat those words and then you could go and hire me. That's actually what I say. I go, tell me what you want to hear so that way I could tell you what you want to hear and then you could go ahead and tell me when I worked. Because for me, it wasn't an option to not get, like it wasn't an option. You were going to give me the job because I had already set my mind that the missing gap for me was sitting inside of my ability to go out and go find money and sell. And I knew that these sales rep type people had built, they had the ability to do it. Women, if you don't have the skill today, go be with somebody, go shadow somebody, go work for the company that'll help you build the arm. You know what the arm that I needed to build was? Rejection. I had felt so rejected in all the other parts of my life that I wasn't really willing to allow myself to be rejected. Only did I know that rejection is the magical formula inside of all the things that will make me all the things. And it is the best part of the ingredient of becoming more, more, more. Bestie, listen to me. Like this rejection thing is the, and I'll tell you this, you may not like this, but if you're really in business, you're climbing a ladder, whatever it is you are in your career, and if you are not subjected, if you are not getting rejected on a weekly basis, I believe you're doing it wrong. And not because you should be living a life of rejection. It's because you are not swinging at the capacity of what you are capable of. Jessica has a different capacity than Marcy. Marcy has a different capacity than me. And truthfully, if you know what your potential is, you should be running through enough doors and knocking on enough doors, demanding enough of whatever it is that allows you the confidence or the stage to then get to the next level. But if you're not doing it enough, then chances are there's a good 
good chance that you aren't swinging the bat enough. And so therefore you're playing it safe and you're sitting in the dugout waiting for your turn. You don't even realize you're sitting on the sidelines of this thing. When Everton heard this thing, he was like lost in his words. He tells me when I work, he wasn't friendly. I don't want you to think this guy high-fived me on the way out. He literally, I know he was like, "Mm, I want you to put your money where your mouth is kind of a thing, but I got the job. Now, this is really important because it uh, it paves the way for everything else. It, it makes the ground work for everything else. And I know for a fact that if it wasn't for me making a hard decision, like if it wasn't for me sitting inside of my potential and my capacity and not letting the other person determine my outcome, I know that I wouldn't be here today. That is where I learned the muscle of getting rejected. That is where I learned how to knock on 44 doors a day to get to my two yeses a day to get to my five to seven sales for the month. That is where, that is the journey in which I get to my first $2,000 a month, $3,000, $5,000, $7,000 month, $10,000 a month. That is where I become, I buy 30% or 40% of shares, or not shares, you know, like ownership in a company. That is where I build my first business like this. Um, I enter into a partnership. Like I learned so much, like my chops get busted there. So I bust my chops. You might not be old enough for that term, but that's like a old hood term. Um, that's where I got it all done. I- I'm sharing this because right now there are doors you haven't knocked on. You are allowing other people to determine the outcome by going, okay, all right. You know what? You're right. You're being quiet when you're rejected instead of standing up for yourself when you know you need to stand up for yourself. And you're not in control. You are not in the driver's seat of this thing. Getting rejected, like learning how to get rejected, being okay with being rejected is how I got to this seat. It is how I go, great, I'm going to hunt for more. Not cultivate more. I'm going to hunt for it because I'm on a race with myself, not with you, not with no other woman and not with no other man, with myself. So instead of cultivating, I want you to think of this season for you as as a hunt. It might be a slow hunt. We don't need a a whole elk. We might be hunting rabbit. Insert awkward pause. But it's okay. We're hunting. You know what I'm saying? I just want you to be clear that rejection is the name of the game. And it is is widely vital to you learning what you need to acquire in order for you to become the kind of woman who, who gets presented with more. And that has everything to do with earning respect, demanding your place at all the tables, and building your own table, and then deciding who comes there. Girl, wasn't that amazing? Listen, I wish that I'd had conversations like the one that you and I just had. I mean, on my way to my first 10K, 100K, million with another woman, a woman who just gave me the game, the inside thoughts, all the stuff that we're not talking about on the surface. I wish I had heard from a woman who gave me the more and told me it was okay to be who I am and the way I was and I didn't have to be apologetic about it all the time. That's why I'm so excited that we get to be here together. Here's what I selfishly want you to do because I want to see you in just a couple of days from now. On Wednesday, there is something called Tequila with Tiffany. You can head to tequilawithtiffany.com right now and register. You and I get to have a drink. We're going to happy hour virtually. And I'm going to give you the current game, what's happening right now at this exact moment so that we can acquire more and micro steps in between this. And if you're like, Tiffany, I don't even know. I don't know what I need. 
then do this. Send us a note. Send me an email. Send a pigeon. Tie it and send it over here to Phoenix. But whatever it is, make sure that you're taking a step. And I want you to know that I'm here with you so that we can take it together. I can't wait to see you on the next episode as we race towards more.